Good morning, everyone. This is Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. And today is going to be HBCU Talk Tuesdays. So there are two teams from the HBCUs that are a part of the NCAA tournament. It's North Carolina Central from Durham, North Carolina, and Prairie View A&M. So I want to shout out to those two universities. They're going to be facing uh, NCCU, North Carolina Central. They're going to be facing North Dakota State University. And Prairie View A&M is going to be facing Farley Dickinson. Now, both these two teams, according to ESPN, are going to win. The PWIs are going to win according to ESPN's bracketologists and everything. But I am going to go against the grain and I'm going to go for the HBCUs because these teams are not mega teams. It's not a Duke. It's not a Gonzaga who these teams would have to face after beating one another. If I'm the head coach, if I'm Lavelle Morton, if I'm the Prairie View's head coach, I'm telling these guys, "Hey, we can beat this game. We can beat these guys. These guys, they haven't, they haven't played against the Kentuckys. They haven't played against all these great teams. Who said? Who's? Why do we care about the ESPN bracketologist based off of analytics and statistics? They've been. They don't. They don't measure heart. They don't measure what kind of all. All the media, all the fans, they can say what they want to say. But we got to go out there and we got to fight. And that will be some of the things that I relate to my team. But when it comes to, I want to first talk about uh, Fairleigh Dickinson versus Prairie View A&M. Because I truly believe that that could be a game that's going to be a really good game. Because on both sides of the ball, you have people who can score. You have a Blair, Gary Blackston, who averages 15.2 points per game, 7 rebounds. He shoots 42% from the field and 32.6 from the three. You got Devontae Patterson, who averages 13.4 points per game. Then you got Gerard Adams. He's got 10 points per game. Those are the three leading scorers for uh, Prairie View A&M. And then for Farley Dickinson, you've got Darnell Edge. He averages 16 points per game. You have Jaleel Jenkins averages 13 points per game. And you have Mike Holloway who averages 12.5 points per game. And then you have Xavier Malone Key. He averages 11 points per game. And Caleb Bishop, he averages 10 points per game. And Elijah Williams, he averages 8.1 points per game. And that's starting five for Dickinson. The rest of the starting five for, for Prairie View is Dennis Jones, uh, Tashawn Johnson. So the first thing I want to say is, if you were to look at the stats, you would understand why the ESPN bracket would say, well, hey, look, Fairleigh Dickinson is going to win the game. They got more shooters. And then from their three percentage, you could say, hey, look, they're just a better three-point shooting team. I mean, Darnell Edge shoots from 46% from the three. Jaleel Jenkins, 34%, which is decent. It's It's not bad. Then you have... Then you have Elijah Williams, who shoots 52% from the three. So how in the world is Prairie View A&M going to beat Fairleigh Dickinson? I'll tell you how. By slowing the game down. By making it physical. By going after a Mike Holloway, a Xavier Malone Key, and Elijah Williams. Going after the, getting them in foul trouble. Also, making them shoot foul shots. Mike Holloway is 65.8% from the free throw line. They don't want to be at the free throw line. They don't want to slow the game down. They want to speed the game up. So what do you do? You Greg Popovich him. 
and you slow the game down, just like what he did against DeAndre Jordan when they used to play against the Clippers, when the Clippers had uh, all those three guys, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, and DeAndre, when they were the three-headed monster in L.A., what you do is you slow the game down. Mike Holloway shoots 65% from the field. Xavier Malone key 63% from the field. And even Elijah Williams, who shoots 52% from three, only has a 59% free throw rating. So go after those guys. Even you make sure that when he tries to shoot a three, you foul him and you make sure that the ball does not go in. The ball, the once the ball comes out of his hands, make sure that when you foul him, you get you grab the ball. Grab the ball. Grab the ball and foul him. Don't make because it can be a, a and one, and that's four points if he makes all. I mean, that's four points if he just makes one free throw. So if you foul him, make sure that he is not. There's no and one situation because then he can get the confidence of hitting an and one. Okay, but I believe that slowing the game down, making it physical, and then making their key guys uh, shoot free throws. The second game. I think it's going to be interesting because on both sides of the ball, you've got guys who honestly are just consistent. North Dakota State University, they don't have a guy who averages over 15 points a game. Okay, for for Central, for Central, you've got a guy who averages 14 points per game, uh, Rasheen Davis. Yet he's actually, he's as well, the team leader in reboundings. He's averaging 8.9 points, I mean 8.9 rebounds a game, but I truly believe that one of the things that makes Central an easy, and not an easy, it's not going to be easy, but a potential victor in this game because they spread the ball around better. Make sure that there's not a guy, there's not just one guy scoring. Make sure that there's several guys who get a chance to score from the inside, okay? They don't have to be from the outside because Central is not a three-point shooting team, Okay. There be t- there will be times where you will, where you will need to shoot a three, but I truly believe that as long as you can like let's see, I truly believe that if you were to get a guy who would just shoot a three, like like a, a Randy Miller, like a Larry McKnight, who respectively shoot thirty seven percent for Randy Miller, and then Larry McKnight shoots. 500% from three. So you got guys who can hit occasional jump shots or really they're, they're consistent with making jump shots. Make sure that you hit jump shots, but don't fall in love with it. Don't fall in love with a shot that is not a part of your game, but make sure that you shoot enough, the three enough where they respect what you're doing. Go to the inside with your star player, and but then also spread the ball. Spread the ball around, confuse them, make sure that you're a well-rounded team offensively. And also... Even though they, they average 10 uh, turnovers per game, Central does a great job of stealing the ball. So I think one of the things that Central's got to do is they have to play, they have to be ball hawks. They have to be uh, somebody who always looks to steal the ball. Make sure they don't get fouled and fouls because of that. But if they see an opportunity to steal a ball, if they see a potential to someone's making a pass and they can try to get an angle to, to take the ball away, to swat the ball away, and then one of the teammates recover it. I truly believe that defense on defense when it comes to stealing the balls, making sure you also and here's another thing too. So, but but let me but let me get back to my main point. So, what you need to do is make sure focus on stealing the ball, okay? Moving the floor around with assist, make sure that you confuse them on the offensive side of the ball, that that they respect your three, but you also go heavily on the inside. But also, here's the key as well. Another thing is rebounding. Okay, 
one one essential strengths is the fact that they can rebound the ball. And so as, as much as Farley likes to shoot the three, the center positions and the power forwards and even some of the guards need to make sure that they get these rebounds more so than a Farley uh, Dickinson. Even if they might get in foul or trouble and stuff like that, go for the rebounds. Any advantage that you have, and one of those advantages is rebounding, one of those advantages is assist, one of those advantages is steals. Those are the things that you look at if you're central to say, okay, we're better at them. They might be better at the three-point shot. They might be better at free throws. At least some of them are. But I truly believe what you do is you attack the guys who have poor free throw shooting. You steal, you steal the ball because you have you do a really good job of stealing the ball. You focus on rebounding, potentially the guards as well. And then you confuse them um, when it comes to the offensive side of the ball from the inside and out. You have a potential uh, chance to win this game. Now, both these teams, uh, once they, whoever wins, they're going to be facing a Duke. So Central and uh, North Dakota State, the winner of that will face Duke. And then the Farley Dickinson versus Prairie View A&M, they would face Gonzaga, both number one seeds. So uh, whoever wins ultimately will, will, will lose in the next round, but they consider they advance to, the, to at least face a potential champion. But I want to say that I am picking both HBCU teams, Prairie View A&M and North Carolina Central, to win this game. They are not throwaway games. I don't care. ESPN has, has bet on HBCU teams. I have given you examples of both these teams and how they can win the game. Prairie View, more about the physicality of it and defense. Central, more about moving the floor rebounding, steals, confusing the team on the offensive end of the ball. There are keys to win this game. I would say to both these teams, don't be afraid. You got it in the bag. Shout out to both these teams. This is Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. Y'all have a blessed day. Have a good one.